the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Irreverent, over the top, and smart as a whip. This is the Rob Black Show. Welcome in. Okay. Happy money to you, or something like that. Markets were a breath of a hair away from all-time highs this morning, especially on the Dow and the S&P 500. Um, that's a big story. Not really, but it sounds like a big story, right? All-time high record. And when you watch the Olympics, you get the same kind of idea. Um, let's talk about what's working and what's not working right now. Yesterday, Nasdaq squeaked out a bare, teeny tiny little win. Bond yields fell yesterday, which may indicate hesitancy on Wall Street. So we fell below that 1.2 on the 10-year, down to 1.17. I think the 10-year is saying, okay, the 10-year is smart money. It's money that thinks it's only going to get 1.1% for the next 10 years. And it's saying, I think that's going to beat inflation and maybe even the markets because the economy looks jacked. That's not quite true. That's me using Mr. Bond voice, and I don't know. Let's just put it this way. There's there's no lack of appetite for trillions of dollars to find bonds that the U.S. government are issuing. I should say billions, not trillions. 70% of U.S. adults are now at least partially vaccinated. A threshold that the Biden administration hoped to achieve about a month ago on July 4th, I believe. Um, but we're getting there. With the highly contagious Delta variant spreading across the globe, there's some real concerns that we're going to have to shut down or impose some no restaurants, some stricter controls. More countries are making plans to offer vulnerable residents an extra layer of vaccine protection. Germany said yesterday it will offer COVID-19 booster shots to older people starting in September. I would imagine it's coming to the United States. Israel began giving a booster shot to people over 60 this past weekend. Britain will begin offering a COVID vaccine starting in September booster. Bahrain is giving Pfizer boosters to some people who received China's Sinopharm vaccine, which from very little reading, if you combine the vaccines, and I should be very careful what I say here, if you combine the vaccines, you get different types of immunity, and they think that may be something. Very science fiction, isn't it? Pfizer and BioNTech released a study that showed their vaccine's effectiveness drops from 95% to 84% after about six months. Um, all things considered, it seems we're doing the right stuff. But it seems that we're a little bit susceptible to getting jacked one more time on our economy. Goldman Sachs joined other Wall Street banks and bumped their salary of their first year analyst to 110000 an increase of nearly 30%. Investment bankers, um, they tend to have brilliant careers until they're about 40, and then they get put out to pasture so that it's kind of incestuous. It's um, 
the 60 year olds want to protect their profit margins. So they keep hiring 20 year olds and then they fire them when they get to 40 or they burn them out. The infrastructure bill, $110 billion for roads and bridges, $73 billion to modernize the nation's energy grid, $66 billion for rail and Amtrak, $65 billion for broadband expansion, $55 billion to improve the country's drinking water, $39 billion for transit. Who's paying for it? Is it a tax hike in the future? Nope. The money is coming to pay for this infrastructure project is coming from the unused COVID aid funds, collecting unpaid taxes on cryptocurrency and selling billions of dollars of oil from reserves. I, I love that. Collecting unpaid taxes on cryptocurrency investments. Whoopsie, you've got a tax bill. Corporate winners include Amazon, FedEx, UPS, and airlines. Losers in the, are the crypto industry and electric vehicle companies, which have received significantly less funding than initial plans showed. So that's your infrastructure bill, kind of in a nutshell. Take a look at some of the other stories about today. Good news and guidance continues to provide offsetting support for the market. Simon Property Group, that's a big real estate investment trust. DuPont, Under Armour, Marriott, Discovery, and Eaton all had solid earnings reports. Clorox is about 11% lower. Clorox is a company that did very well at the start of the pandemic. Do you remember? It's down 11% today. They are issuing consensus guidance below expectations. They're a consumer staple. I did a high school report on Clorox, and it's embarrassing to think about, but it's not even embarrassing. It's embarrassing that I can remember some of the stuff, but some parts of America, they cleanse their well water with one drop of Clorox. And if you ever tried to kill anyone with Clorox, you can't. It's more of a diuretic than it is. It's burning my intestines out. But don't try that at home. Yes. Chinese stocks. Um, man, what? Hey, man. <laughs> I hope I don't do that ever again. Hey, man, what's up with the Chinese stocks? There was a... Um, a scathing media report that uh, Tencent was referred to. Tencent is a um, video gaming company. They own a little bit of Fortnite in the Chinese side of the fence. Uh, a Chinese newspaper reported, referred to video gaming as opium for the mind. And Tencent stock fell. It is going to be a thing to try to own a Chinese stock in the United States and be confident enough that the government's not going to screw with you. The Wall Street Journal reports authorities are looking at efforts to prevent children from becoming addicted to video gaming in China. Tencent, for one, is under pressure on this report. Last week, it was different types of regulations. They don't want their financial companies to become too powerful. They don't, unlike us, China would have a problem with how big Facebook and Amazon and Microsoft and Apple and Google have become. They, they would want it broken up so that other companies underneath them can get some of the sunlight and grow as well. Um, again, I'm summing up very, very big regulatory thoughts there. And when you sum them up, I'm going to make some flaws. 
So the Delta variant acting as a headwind for growth. Market doesn't really seem to buy into that. Markets are a little bit lower. I would say that 10-year treasury is the underlying one for me today that I'm looking at and going, oh, it's a 1.15 now. So if you got a mortgage last week, they're they're cheaper this week. A lot of money is saying that we can hide in safe products like mortgages. Again, mortgages aren't always safe, but in theory, you have to be you know, vet it to get one. Demand is not the economy's problem at this point in time. What is the economy's problem? Um, manufacturing activity suggests that the time might be now unless you look beyond the headline numbers as far as peak goes. Peak growth for the economic recovery doesn't help us understand what the data shows, though. Worker absenteeism, short-term shutdowns due to part shortages. We have a very lumpy or bumpy reopening. I'm Rob Black. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Find us at robblackshow.com. Robblackshow.com. A personal financial plan with custom investment advice. That's why Rob Black has partnered with EP Wealth Advisors. With over $12 billion in assets under management and more than 80 financial professionals at the helm, EP services were built with you in mind. How can they help you? Find out at robblackshow.com. Robblackshow.com. Spring cleaning, right? But it's late summer. Turns out we're going to be traveling into deep into August, up until school starts, more so than ever. Just as the Delta variant is really starting to kick in, we're really demanding to see people. One of the things that I want to do on the show is to slowly get your financial paperwork into line. Do a lot of baby steps to get you in the right direction of financial wellness. I don't have any funny terms for it. I don't call it nirvana or financial heaven. I don't say it's the recipe for success. But one of the things I want you to do is declutter a bit. Month of August, I've turned into a moving month where I'm moving from a smaller home to a slightly bigger home as my kids move from into teenage years and they're just turning into monster-sized children. I won't get a minivan, but that's the idea. One of the things I'm doing is decluttering. After seven or eight runs into the dump, tons of stuff being picked up for Goodwill, tons of stuff being you know picked up for like a piece of furniture that I don't want anymore, I still have too much stuff and I've been doing it for three straight weeks. Well, I don't have too much now, but... A lot more, it's a lot less decluttered. So declutter your finances, ladies and gentlemen. Go Marie Kondo and do it. Organize your documents and your accounts. Can you set up paperless statements or billing to reduce the clutter? Yes. I used to like getting my financial statements because I would put them in my hand and kind of like read them like a newspaper. Not anymore. Everything digital now. For me. I just don't want the clutter because I've gone through two moves in the last 15 years where you just throw stuff away. You're like, why do I have mortgage statements from 14 years ago? And you're like, well, I guess I can let those go. It was cool at one point in time to watch the, the how much equity you're building up, how less and less and less over the years you're cutting down on interest payments. 
but that's about it. That's a small victory for a lot of trash in your home. Another way to declutter your financial paperwork and money is to review your beneficiaries. Everyone in California who owns a home should have a trust um, and or a will. But everyone who owns a home should have a trust. Everyone else should have a will. Uh, check to see who's your second in line in case you die. Sometimes people die. I know that's kind of a weird thing in the history of the world. So far, no one's escaped that one as best I can tell. So maybe Susie Orman's an 1,800-year-old vampire. So if when you filled out your paperwork, you were angry at your spouse or you didn't have a spouse or you were single at the time, maybe you didn't put someone in that second line. Fill that one out. Um, they could inherit your assets, which is a good thing. Because you don't want the court figuring it out. The court's never good at that kind of stuff. Update your subscriptions. This is a really crazy one. Um, through the pandemic, I probably added HBO Max, which they talked me into getting Showtime, which I got on to a little bit of a horse racing thing in the late afternoons during the spring and summer. It was the only sporting activity on television. So you get into that, oh, you just got a subscription for $9.95, so you can watch any horse race anywhere in the world. You got to review your subscriptions. It's stressful, I understand. Um, there are apps that will look through your finances and target, hey, did you know that you're still paying a subscription for AOL? That would be the ultimate embarrassment, right? You haven't used the product in 20 years. That happens a lot with people who set up um, accounts at like a Costco with your bank instead of with your credit card. Every two or three years, people's credit cards kind of get old and recycled and churned up and you have to get a new one. But the accounts are linked to your banking account. You can have like a Costco subscription run 20 years on you and you never even know it. Go over your insurance policies every five years. Life, health, disability. They get all the regular attention. But auto homeowners, they need to be reviewed as well. How much are you driving? What car are you driving? Have you made any big purchases or upgrades? When you have auto insurance, you quickly learn it kind of makes sense what it covers. If someone hits me, I'll pay $1,000 and I'll get it fixed. But you should ask questions. What happens if it's stolen? Or how about this one right now? Have you heard about how used cars are going for 49 50% higher than they were a year ago? Let's say your car gets hit. Is the replacement cost going to be replacement cost plus 50% or are they going to base it on last year's? You had a three-year-old car and you want to get a three-year-old car. You kind of want to get the same exact, same exact scenario. You're not going to be able to do it because of higher auto care car, auto car cost this year versus last. I don't even know how to tell you to declutter your tax withholdings. That's too much for me. I'm not a tax guy. But if you find yourself getting a big refund every year, that means you're giving Uncle Sam too much this year. So it's not a refund. It's not like 
the, the federal government made a mistake. Here's some more money. <laughs> no, it's the money you gave them. Typically. Again, I'm not much of a tax guy. Automate your savings if you haven't done this. This is a great way to declutter. Um, I like Acorns as a stupid, obvious, slow way to pull money out of your bank account and or out of your charges. Acorns is an app that I use, and it's ridiculously simple. It's too simple, um, which is the biggest problem. That's the only problem I could give you. Like, let's say you have a debit card or a credit card, and you go out and you charge a $4 cup of coffee, but it turns out it's $4.75. It'll take that extra $0.25, cents, and you can either put that quarter, you can times it by two or times it by three, and it'll take it out of your bank statement zoop, straight into a savings account. Automation is awesome. So just that little roundup of credit card expenditures is easily pushed me over 20000 in the last two years. Check in on your financial goals. I think this is an important one. Every five years, you want to declutter a little bit. Uh, I've been going through a lot of paperwork in the last... 30 days and decluttering is it feels good it looks good but it also mentally refreshes me on where i am financially because i'm throwing away a lot of old financial stuff you can find me online at rob black show that's rob black show twitter rob black show i'm rob black listen to the rob black show on your alexa or google play device just say listen to the rob black show invest in what is really important Rob Black has partnered with EP Wealth Advisors. Are you concerned with financial planning, tax planning, managing your investments, or just planning your retirement? Rob Black has partnered with EP Wealth Advisors. With over $12 billion in assets under management and more than 80 financial professionals at the helm, EP has your financial future in mind. Learn more by visiting robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Amazon has introduced a palm scanning payment tech. It's cashierless stores. It's offering shoppers $10 credit if they scan their palm at the store. What's the price of your hand identity? I don't know, $10, I guess. The cashierless stores, it's just a trend, right? Uh, we don't want to pay someone $20 an hour, a life wage, so. We'll get a scanner that we can install for $100, and after about five hours without a person there scanning you, your items, the scanner's done it for them. They've started to make money. It's one of the things, it's the what I would call the ripple effect or the side effect of asking for more money. You cannot go into any fast food restaurant at this point in time and not see scanners and kiosks right that are starting slowly replacing everyone in there there's a pizza making robot in san francisco that the only employees what they do is they refill the robot they don't talk to you they just talk to, they feed the robot new pepperoni new cheese new sausage i know you're saying are you telling me what type of pizza you like no Reese Witherspoon's Hello Sunshine to be sold to Blackstone-backed media for $900 million. Whoa. I don't know about you, and in no way, shape, or form am I bagging on a woman here, 
But I, I think when we saw her on screen the very first time, we never went, oh, I bet she's going to sell her company one day for $900 million. I don't know what her first movie was that you saw. Um, but I, that's cool when you see the side business create something bigger than the business. LeBron James, his company's probably going to be next to go. So back in 2016, a lot of celebrities got together and said, let's come up with a, a media company. And LeBron and Reese Witherspoon both had to, let's start it. Because I guess Reese had been in a couple movies, maybe an HBO show or two. And she had a little bit of a career resurgence. She, she won an Academy Award for Walk This Way or Walk the Line. Um, I never thought her, I never looked at her and said, ah, entrepreneur. But enough people liked her that she said, if I create a company that's kind of media for women, and maybe it's like, no woman will ever be hit in any of the movies we produce, or it'll include all women directors and all women producers. I don't know what her, her shtick is, but I know it's woman friendly. So big, 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 big partnership as the big guys like MGM are going away. The smaller people, MGM, what do they go for? Eight billion, and they have James Bond, Bond, James Bond, Reese Witherspoon. What the hell does she have? And she's pulling in almost a billion. Like, it seems a little bit ludicrous, but good for them. So, um, Hello Sunshine was founded in nineteen, not nineteen, two thousand sixteen, to create content. Its productions included trios, Big Little Lies. Little Fires Everywhere, Apple TV's The Morning Show, which I heard's okay, but I don't know anyone who's watched it. Does that make any sense? Like, who's watching this stuff? Who? Who? So, um, LeBron James, his company's probably next. That's the expectation. Take two, makers of Grand Theft Auto, as well as the Cowboy game, Red Dead Redemption. Do. Boy, I've been looking at some of the mods on that just because sometimes I get bored and I kind of want to see like what's going on in the world. Some kids do some pretty impressive jobs modding. They mixed the game one in with game two and they blended the maps. Pretty cool. Like that kid, people have enough time to do that kind of workmanship and big work project. Um, but Take-Two Interactive reported its second quarter earnings last night after the bell. And they've been leaning heavily on Grand Theft Auto V and Grand Theft Auto Online, Red Dead Redemption 2, and its NBA 2K franchise to power its sales in the last few quarters. Analysts are starting to say, okay, okay, get on with it. Start releasing some new games. Grand Theft Auto V, really? It's eight years old. So one of the things that we've started to learn with take two and grand theft auto is the next game there's gonna be an online component which they already have that probably won't come up with a new game there'll be a grand theft auto 6 for a campaign mode and a lot of that content will show up in grand theft auto online which is basically they've figured out how to get two titles or one and a half titles for the price of one stock is underperformed this year and this is exactly the kind of company that i'm interested in um, I don't buy a lot of individual stocks anymore, but when I do, it's it's out of like that interest, that, that itch. 
gaming industry exploded during the pandemic as people around the world found themselves looking for any outlet while they stuck close to their home. The gaming sector itself is now worth 300 billion, more than both the music and movie industries combined. The availability of vaccines combined with reopenings means that some of the comparisons, some people are going to be like, hey, you want to go to the club tonight? I was, gonna, I was thinking about staying home and playing Grand Theft Auto. Oh, come on. I haven't seen you in such a long time. Okay, I'll go. So there's, in theory, some money going into other forms of real entertainment versus the video game world. But they also talked about how many games that they have coming out between now and the end of 2024. 62 games. So their pipeline is, or what's currently playing, is very, very weak. But their pipeline is huge. So I tend to go, okay, the consoles will be pretty old at that point in time, 2024. That'll give um, plenty of time for anyone who wants one to get one. So the installed base will be higher. You don't want a lot of games when the installed base is low. So if they're developing a lot of PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X games for now through 2024, that was good timing. But why is the stock down 16 to 20% for the year? Because they're kind of milking Grand Theft Auto, Red Dead Redemption 2, and the NBA 2K franchise. Um, not a lot of new IP there. But with 62 games coming out between now and 2024, revenue should explode and Wall Street tends to like revenue. Not telling you what to do. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. But it's fair to say that some of the sector of video games are getting is getting beaten up now. Because the comparisons to last year now feature real live options to go out and entertain yourself versus doing it virtually through a computer game. I just, every now and then I see a ticker symbol that kind of surprises me. Um, this one is AMC movie entertainment. So down 5% today. I'm like, we haven't talked about a meme stock in a while. Have we? 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. The Reese Witherspoon story. New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio will mandate vaccines for certain indoor activities. Kind of pulling the old Frenchie card, huh? Uh, Macron said, if you want to go to a cafe, you have to get vaccinated. And then suddenly the next day, French were getting vaccines as if they were antidepressants. Just popping them in their mouth. Bill de Blasio may sound French. He's not. He's from New York. But he's mandating inoculations for a range of indoor venues, requiring proof of vaccinations from employees and customers for any place you eat, gyms, and entertainment centers. It's gotten kind of, um, I'm not going to say the word tense, but uh, the fight's there on people who are withholding getting a shot being excluded from living life and certain benefits that they want, but it's just the headlines are getting dramatic. Just getting dramatic. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing and more. Demand is not a big problem with our part of the economy right now. Demand-driven recovery is there. 
Uh, I think I started the show by mentioning something along the lines of going into the end of August. We're still booking vacations. Typically, we take our foot off the accelerator. We look back and go, ah, that was a great summer, honey. But we're like, let's squeeze in one more. We have the money. And we have the demand. Hawaii doesn't want us anymore. They said, no, no, please stay. I know you're saying that was the worst island accent ever. Thank you very much. Hey, I'm good with it. I'm, I, I admit it. I'm, I know when I'm flawed, I'm flawed. So that 10 cent story should bother you. There's one story I haven't really hit because I just don't understand it. And I don't know how I'm going to explain it. But in the video game world, 10 cents is a little bit. I don't like seeing that. Um, it's a video game company that's being targeted by regulators. I just don't like the regulators, to, you know, saying uh, video games are opium for children. Right. Um, that just doesn't work for me. It's something I don't like the attack on. But there's a story in the United States on Activision that there's a sexual harassment suit. It's really gaining steam. Um, tough, tough company to work for, they say, for anyone who's lesbian, gay, in transition, queer. Anyone who is not straight is having a lot of problems working there. And it's just the culture. So people are starting to get fired for it, but lawsuits are starting to creep up state of california is starting to say that's a no-no we're gonna investigate you the video game industry went from fun times to chinese regulators and sexual harassment find me online at robblackshow.com irreverent over the top and smart as a whip this is the rob black show questions about how to invest in your retirement check out robblackshow.com and get in on the conversation subscribe to the podcast and video channels No one cares more about your money than you do. It's time to start to feel good about your financial future. RobBlackShow.com. RobBlackShow.com. This segment's called 21st Century Problems. Zoom has reached a settlement in class action lawsuit over Zoom bombings. Um, I think we've... I don't know. Um... Have you been on a Zoom call? I think we all have been. It's gone terribly sideways, whether like maybe an earthquake hits and the person runs for cover. Maybe their roommate walks through half naked. Maybe their kid walks in and grabs the microphone. But Zoom had to make a settlement with uh, Zoom bombings. Zoom bombing. Zoom's going to pay $85 million to go toward a fund for participants in the class action suit. Zoom will agree to changes designed to improve meeting security, bolster privacy discussions and disclosures, and safeguard consumer data. Now, I don't want to say this is a frivolous lawsuit. It it doesn't exactly strike me as like, I don't have that lawyer blood, like, that smells like a lawsuit. I I can smell it. If you had a paid account, You'll get 15% of the money you paid for your subscription or $25. If you had a free version, you'll – so you didn't have a subscription, you can make a claim for $15. Class action lawsuit stems from claims of how well Zoom protected its security and privacy. I think the most – I don't want to say dramatic case that I saw was a Bible study class that got ambushed with pornographic images. 
and media add passcodes and get links by default versus you know being able to log into someone's meeting per se um probably not well thought out what was once a very easy way to use the product becomes a very uh oh your privacy comp- compromised but i don't know is that enough of a story or is the 10 cent story good that stock is sliding Media company in China refers to it as a gaming company's are spiritual opium. And that opens the door for Chinese regulators to step in and go, what do you mean? Who can we crack down on? Um, I don't know. What's entertainment? What's not entertainment? 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. My producer said it well today. And there's a lot of stories on COVID. I'm trying to find stories that are post-COVID. Try to navigate like some positive, but um, a lot of de Blasio and mandates. Travelers are starting to shift back to booking hotels. A company like a Marriott loves headlines like that. Airbnb earnings estimates are far too low. So says one analyst. I've been studying Airbnb to include it in stocks that I really like for the long term. Um, So this automatically interests me. If you think of one brand out there that just stands out like, wow, they've nailed it. And to get someone's house or five rooms for the price of one hotel room, it's a little bit of a game to it. Airbnb has done everything they can to protect their name and their image. So when something does go wrong, someone rents your Airbnb and commits suicide, they make sure that everyone's made whole as best as possible. If someone rents your Airbnb and films an adult film there and destroys $25,000 damage pulling their lights out on their way out, they make sure that the owner's taken care of. So they actually have a cleanup crew for the bigger financial messes that people get themselves into. But Airbnb is in every city, in every continent. They're everywhere. Not only does this make sense for Airbnb, you know, they're kind of insulated from a lot of ad inflation. They don't need to advertise. They do zero ad spending. Everyone knows Airbnb. Airbnb's traffic comes direct to the site. I've got a friend who's going through some marital issues, and he's like, I guess I'll get an Airbnb for a week or two and see if things cool down. And I knew what he was talking about. He wanted a little bit more than a hotel room because he's depressed, Um, but not too much more. So what do you think about Airbnb? Um, I think they got significant revenue ahead of them. And I think they have a platform that, that's disruptive. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing and more. Markets are playing with a 10-year treasury today that's sitting at 1.16. That is not lost on me. That at one six, we're like worried about it going to two. 
But at one, two, we're worried about it going under one and saying, uh, Biden, what you're doing is not working. Merkel, what you're doing is not working. China, what you're doing is not working. Delta and shutdowns are bigger than all of you combined. Keep in mind, I was playing with a combined number. And China and the United States are super powerful. But then what's pow- who's next? And I think it's Facebook, Amazon, Google, Microsoft, and Apple. I think these five companies have turned into countries. Their revenues certainly are bigger than most countries' GDP. Uh, and I think their influence is as well. Very interesting to start saying that out loud where you're like, okay, who's – we used to look at com- countries and we'd go uh, United States, uh, Japan, Germany. China was way down there. And things change. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Thanks for listening to the show. It is appreciated. You listen, I'm going to dedicate to get you enough content. Straighten up your finances was my lesson of the day, I think. Do a little spring cleaning of paperwork. Declutter. Find me online at Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. Listen to The Rob Black Show on your Alexa or Google Play device. Just say, listen to The Rob Black Show.